This is Geek Loves Nerd, trying to find something in common since 1996. Yeah. Geek Loves Nerd. Nerd Loves Geek. At least you did. Late last week. I haven't asked. Mainly because she's still living here and that's more than I deserve. This is episode 15, brought to you the week of May 11th, uh, 2008. I am uh, one of your hosts. My name is James. I am the geek. And I'm Jen. I'm the nerd. That's right. We're married people, people. So. Yes, we are. And uh, it's we've been doing pretty good on our episodes. Been doing one a week here for a while. Yeah, we have. It's a wonderful Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Nothing going on. No, it's been very calm. No church tonight. It's been an easy day. <laughs> And uh, yeah, we it was Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, by the way. Well, thank you. Can you tell the people, the fine people, what I've done for you for yes, Mother's Day? By far my best Mother's Day. Yeehaw. Um, I got to sleep for, what was it, like four, four and a half hours? You got to start with the morning. Oh. Because this morning. This morning I got a handprint thing from Jenna. No, I thought I did something for you this morning. Oh, you um, in, instead of going in at eight like you usually have to do, you you stayed home until nine. Yeah, and helped me get the kids ready. Yeah, because there was something the going on in the service that all the the pastors needed to be there for. I uh, found that I wasn't going to be available because I leave the service early, mm-hmm. so I stayed and helped you get the kids into the kizzer, the kizar, right, which was a big help. Okay, and then after service, and then was the best part. After service, after we ate lunch, um, you took both children away, away from me. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and I slept for four and a half hours, uninterrupted, unworried, didn't even think a thing of them, That's just right. slept, slept. It wasn't slept. easy. I'm sure it wasn't. I, I just want to let the people know right now that the sounds you hear is the dunder. Yes, it is. And he is on a pacifier. So wipe any mental images from your mind, you poor mm. people. <laughs> I just, I'm hearing the sounds and I'm just like, you know, Mm, wanting to vomit. So, no, it's okay. Uh, Some people like baby sounds. I do not care for them. Not in a podcast. They have their place, but not here. No, yeah, this is not the baby cast. This is not the dunder cast. This is Geek Loves Nerd, not Geek Loves Nerd Loves Dunder. So shut your, (laughs) shut your, your milk hole, baby. And if, if if he can't speak English, he can't be on our podcast. That's right. No foreign baby languages. He's okay. smiling at you. <laughs> it's because he doesn't know I am very angry. I'm miffed at the Mifflin. Mm, you should be. So uh, weekly updates, Jen. Last week you said you had something and you wrote it down after the show because you didn't remember it till afterwards. Let me remind you. Your grandmother and Fords. Yes. So why don't you okay. tell us about um, that? My grandmother and my mom visited it was about a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And um, they were talking about, I think I was checking my email on the computer, and, and they mentioned something, and, and they got to talking about forwards. And my mom is probably the only person who sends me forwards. She really enjoys forwards. 
And um, and she's talking about one of them, my grandmother, who doesn't have email, doesn't yeah, even doesn't have even a computer. even know what the internet is. Yeah, is, is not involved in it at all. She's like, yeah, I read that one too. <laughs> and she's like, you, and I said, you read that one. I was like, how'd you read that one? Oh, well, my uh, sister-in-law, she, um, she prints all the forwards and mails them to me. <laughs> It's like, it's like the wow. worst thing in the world. But you know what? I respect that because that is dedication. That is that is a whole new level of forwards. That this, isn't just forwarding to anybody you've ever met. Yeah, this isn't, I thought this was funny. I hit forward and sent it to everybody in my email box in 2.2 seconds. This is, I thought this was really funny. And I put 42 cents of stamps on it and sent it to you. And I printed it. The Mifflin is attacking our podcast. Hold on one second. All right, we'll do a quick pause. We'll be right back after we have one less child. So the important thing to take away from that, though, is your grandma's down with the Internet, even though she doesn't have it. She is up on all the forwards. <laughs> I am definitely. And she doesn't even have email. She doesn't even have email. That's amazing. No, not even AOL. This is. No. Well, this is, a, I, I suppose this is what people did back in the day. Remember chain letters that you would get oh, in the mail? yeah. So everything that. Everything that had it start in, uh, in you know, everything had to have it start in that mail type of situation. Scams from overseas. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just been simplified now. Mail all. scams. Yeah, mail scams. I'm a Iranian prince coming to your country. Um, I sent you a telegram. Please believe me and <laughs> give me, and <laughs> meet me on the corner of 39th and Troost. And uh, give me some money, but don't stay in Thirty Ninth Century. And I will. So I have some. <laughs> I have some forwards. I'd like to pass you <laughs> yeah. on that corner as well. Want to get those a bit to of, you? <laughs> old school technology. So mm-hmm. I just wonder what kind of forwards are being mailed to your grandmother. I don't know, but she said she enjoys reading them because. Well, what happens when she gets the to the part that says, "If you don't send this to all your friends, you don't love Jesus." She's spending a fortune on stamps. <laughs> Maybe she but just I, doesn't worry about it. I do. This little, you know, and, and what happens when she gets the one that says, uh, if you send this to everybody in your contact list, you get a Microsoft PC. Maybe I she could doesn't finally, get those. I can finally get a computer. I'm going to mail <laughs> this to everybody. It's a, it's a mail tracking system. <laughs> if this goes out to a thousand people. A thousand people get a dollar. I don't know. I don't know how it works. But hey, here's my uh, weekly update. Some smart aleck named Brian sent me the answer to my son question. Would you like to hear the answer? Yes, I would. Here it is. Dear James and Jen, light is an interesting subject. It is true that the sun is several billion miles closer than previously estimated, which explains why the sun's rays are refracted through the clouds. Thought you'd like to know, broke you, Jen. Signed, Brian. Yeah, but the thing is, James, you never really knew how far the sun was in either estimation. I so broke you for real. That I just totally <laughs> made that up. Oh, you're Brian liar. agrees with you. <laughs> well, I'm not the one reading it. How am I supposed to I should have just kept it going. Why do I have to be honest? I could have totally. But you missed my point. If you don't know how far the sun is in any estimation, <laughs> you said it was two miles away. I did not. That That's was what your. You said. That was your saying. Here we go. Here's his actual email. I'm glad I was able to convince you, though, just right off the top of my head. That shows talents right there. Light is a wave like sound. And uh, if James is correct, that when you play, then when you play music in one room, you would have to stand directly in front of the open door to hear it. However, 
when waves sound or light go through an opening they ref- they diffract around corners and spread out creating the effect that James saw with the clouds attached is a freaking diagram he attached a <laughs> diagram thank you brian i apologize james but i think jen broke ya well yeah well she broke me well, but i broke her first just now all you did was lie to me yeah, but I broke you in the process. No, there's no breaking. If you don't know what broke you means, you got to go listen to Nobody's Listening at NLCast.com. It's really not worth your time. It's oh, really wow, not that good. wow. Okay, which show's making actual sponsorship money? Which show's been around longer? And what do you make, five bucks an episode? <laughs> Woo. Hey, it pays for itself. And it's not as bad as my former hobbies that actually cost money. Yeah, I agree. So... Somehow or another, though, this is costing me. No, it's not. I think it is. I just transferred $200 to your account. And I need more. <laughs> she if you're making asks, money, I should be She always money. asks for a cut, people, and I don't think it's fair. Let's ask the people, do you think I should have a cut? <laughs> Send her email to geeklovesnerd. <laughs> and if so, how much? A cut of what, though? Anything that comes in for from you. From a show you're not even on. I was on it once. I never got paid for that. Oh, nobody gets paid. David gets 25%, and that's it. Yeah, and he didn't even Talking do anything. He's not even important in that Anything show. cool happen with the kids this week that I should know about? Hmm. Since this is the only time we actually communicate? Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> was it, remember that one time that Dunder was a butt on our show? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was, a, what, two minutes ago? Yeah, he's yeah. being good now. For now, I don't know. I don't have any good stuff for the for the kid. I know I don't. We may mention this last time, but Jenna, Jenna has learned the actuality and the possibility of going to the bathroom seven hundred times to avoid naps mm-hmm. and bedtime. Yeah, and she really wants to tell time. Mm-hmm. What She's, time is it? She'll ask constantly. And she was trying to figure out the time on her her uh, high school musical clock. She was doing that with me too. Quit touching the microphone, Dunder. Um, she was looking at it and she's going, "It's two. And she was right, but her clock doesn't have batteries in it. That's because the ringer on it is is horrid. Yeah, well, it's an old Bell-style ringer, and it scared the mess out of her one night, so we took the batteries out. But I promptly changed the time to the right time, even though it wasn't the right time. It was 8.30. It was a half hour early for bedtime. I went ahead and put it to 9 and said, it's bedtime. Yeah, her telling time might not be a good thing. Well, she tells time by meals, I've noticed. Mm -hmm. You put her to bed in the afternoon, and she says, when I wake up, is it breakfast or snack? And she usually knows if you ask her. Oh, really? Yeah. Because, yeah, snack is after the afternoon nap. Of course, breakfast being after the nighttime nap, Um, you know. We could really fool she her. She wants to know time because she wants to be able to, to know when things are going to happen. She wants to be able to plan out. She you wants know? to be able to control her destiny. Yes. Who does that sound like? Oh, her dad, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who's easygoing and free-loving? Me. Who, no, who, you're not free-loving Who wants to know every going. detail of every possible thing ever? Come on, you're tell just, the people. Um, tell the people. I like to know what's going on. <laughs> okay. But you're not easygoing or free-loving. <laughs> Well, I don't even know what free loving well, is. I, I, yeah, after second thought, I think it's like a hippie thing. I'm okay, not free loving either. Sound good. <laughs> but you're not easy. Fun loving is what I was supposed to have said. <laughs> easy going doesn't really describe you. No, and, but fun loving does. <laughs> no, not really. Fun loving. I, I am easy going. I am. No, no, you're not. You, you're not easy going. You're not like. 
okay, James, should we go to this place or this place or this place? There's uh, a preference. In, you'll like, say, I don't care, but then you'll be like, oh, I want to go there. Ew. Uh, Mexican food. I hate Panera. Yeah. I hate everywhere you suggested. It's because we always go to the same places, but that's okay. Because there's very few places we both like. Yeah. And nobody really cares about all this. No, it doesn't matter. It's our show. I could talk about, like, love, free love. I don't, whatever I was what? talking about before. <laughs> free loving? <laughs> Fun free loving. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. I, um, okay, we do not promote free love. Just want to let you know that right now. Okay, hey, our main topic. I have since it's Mother's Day, mm-hmm. I decided that we should talk about being a mom okay. and the kind of mom specifically that you are, which is which is you are a stay at home mom. Which I hate that term. I do too. This is like I never but, leave the house. But, but I just stay. There. What are some of the alternatives that you've heard people say? Working mom. Working mother. Working, but mother. that's not what you. That's no, that's no. Working outside I the thought home. you meant. I thought you meant. Different no, I'm terms talking about other terms for people that work in the home. I've heard like domestic engineer. <laughs> <laughs> don't laugh. Sorry. <laughs> and what else? I don't know. Well, there's the soccer mom. Yeah, but I don't know that that mandates that you be home. No, I think it, it just kinda... mandates that you really care about your kids' sports. Yeah. You have it on your car. You have to have a minivan, too. Yeah. No, you can have a real large SUV. That also qualifies. But, it, but you have to have that, that vinyl cutout soccer ball on the mm-hmm. back. Very, or, very important. Or stick figure representations of your children. Playing. Oh, yeah, with their little names on yeah. And they're real happy. <laughs> and a Christian fish mm-hmm. somewhere. Most of the time. Like, And then drive like a maniac. Because you're trying to get your kids to soccer practice. Yeah. It's very important. Mm-mm-mm. So I don't know any other phrases for stay-at-home mom. That would be an interesting study. I should have done that for homework mm. on the show. Oh, well. Uh, but Jen, Jen, just stay home. And there's a lot of – this wasn't one I had a question on, but I, I want to go ahead and start with this. What are some of the uh, stereotypes about stay-at-home moms? Um, you always wear denim jumpers. <laughs> you have really long hair. 80s hair. You like to homeschool your kids. Bangs. Yes, bangs. Big bangs. Homeschool your kids. And let's Tube see. Tube socks. Tube socks, yeah. Um, Pants up to your belly button. Mm-hmm. The tapered leg jeans What about mentality and, and intelligence levels? Um, like just that, that you stay at home because you couldn't get a job somewhere else or you don't want to work somewhere else because, you know. Do you like, fit any of those stereotypes other than the bangs and the 80s hair? I do not have bangs or 80s hair, people. I get my hair styled every eight weeks. and Whether it needs bangs. it or not. Oh, shush. Um, no. No, she doesn't. She doesn't. Can you tell the people, I mean, some of the folks know from last show, but can you tell the people a little bit about your professional life? Um, or former professional life? I graduated college with a degree in Actually, accounting. I just said your former life. My life, my cool life that I used to have. <laughs> I graduated college with a degree in accounting. I passed a CPA exam. I worked for a CPA firm for a couple of years. Then I uh, we moved to Kansas City. I worked for another CPA firm um, all the way to manager. And I left the CPA firm as a manager, went to work at UMB. Oh. Whoa. Oh. Stalkers. At UPS. <laughs> UPS. At a, a large regional bank in the Kansas City area. <laughs> um, I worked as the AVP and tax manager in the tax department. 
Alien versus Predator? Mm, or Assistant Vice President. Oh. Which sounds really good, but in a bank, there's about a thousand Assistant Vice Presidents. Yeah. About a, so, That's anyway. like being an associate at Walmart. Yeah. Yeah. So We're like, all together in this building, this great company. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. And um, after that, I got pregnant with Jenna. and I, By who? Spill it, Jen. This is the I, time. I, I, <laughs> it was Predator or it was Alien. It was one of the two. Anyway. <laughs> it was the Alien, I think. Um, and I quit working. and um, But I actually kept doing uh, contract work for them mm-hmm. and have done that. So um, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. What was the greatest? I mean, the big point is that you were a professional. You had potential. I mean, if you were still there now, where would you be in your company? I would be the tax director, um, meaning I'd be in charge of the tax department. I would be a VP. And how much would the VP make? Um, a lot more a than lot that more than Dunder's I'm, paying. <laughs> a lot more than I make now. <laughs> because right before I left, my boss got promoted. So oh. I, I would have been promoted. Not e- I wouldn't have even had to try for that. But wow. Anyway. Wow. Yeah. So would you have to wear the green golf shirt? A green golf shirt? Oh, I'm sorry. H&R Block. I'm confusing you. Yeah. With those people, it, it like on the side of the road in Walmart or something. Yeah, no. No, that's not what you did. What was no. uh Okay, so you you moved from professional to whatever, subservient. Mhm. To being at home, <laughs> worthless, be- <laughs> useless member of society. <laughs> Looked yeah. down upon. Oh yeah. What Okay, so there's my next question. What what problems do you have with the worldview of stay-at-home moms? Um a lot of people think that you stay at home because you can't do anything else. Mm-hmm. You have no skill set. You, you're pretty much happy raising kids because that's really the extent of your abilities. And um, what have been some of the reactions you've had when people ask you what you do and you tell them, I stay home with my kids? Because um, you're not the stereotype. I know. I'm, I'm trying to think what kind Have of you had any negative responses? I guess one reaction I have um, gotten, you know, that, that it's just really easy, that I spend all day in my pajamas, that I can sleep anytime I want, uh. that it's, you know. And that was a big thing that just is frustrating. I thought my job before was really hard. I mean, I worked probably 50-plus hours a week year-round at least. Mm-hmm. Some, and then tax season was hideous because you did a lot of traveling. Yeah, and I worked 70-plus hours during tax season. And I thought, that, oh, I have this really hard, stressful job. And it was really stressful. Why couldn't but, I have had Warcraft back then to keep me company? I don't know. You might would have been. We wouldn't have cared if I, don't I was think it gone existed, or not. But go ahead. Anyway, so um, I thought, well, having kids should be easier, but actually, it's much harder. Mm-hmm. Much, much harder. So you hate it when people downplay what you do. Well, yeah, it's well, really frustrating. Um, what? Uh, here's one response I've heard people say: "Oh, that must be nice that when you can afford to do that." Yeah. What's I've your heard What's that your reaction to that? Because what they're saying is. That you guys must be wealthy enough to where it doesn't matter. But first of all, are we? Uh, no. No, we're not. Because <laughs> I think all the listeners know what you do, and you're not really in a profession known for the uh-uh. six figures and driving not, a Mercedes. Not, not until I get my satellite network <laughs> yeah, that's and my, about prayer, the only time and, and my prayer partners yes. send your largest bill. <laughs> you need a prayer partners. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get a prayer partner network going right now. Uh Anyway, so what was your response to those well, people? Well, it, it's very frustrating because, you know, I gave up my entire salary and I, I was doing really well. You sure stinking were. <laughs> and, you know, we had to make a lot of changes. We, things were not as easy, you know. So what was, the, what was the greatest 
what did you do to prepare? What did what did we do to prepare? The first thing we did, um, and we did it way before we, um, I we even thought about having kids, is when we bought a house. We bought a house that was more that was something we could afford on only your salary. Right. We bought less than what we could afford. A, a lot less. A and luckily, less. we never looked at what we could have afforded at the time because we might have made a different decision. But um, the other thing, you know, also even before I quit, once I found out I was pregnant, I started paying off you know, just almost all of our debt. Like I paid off our car loan. I paid off our, we had uh, two mortgages um, because the second one was to get rid of the PMI and we paid off the second mortgage. Um, Just tried to pay off any little lingering debt. And we didn't have any credit card debt. We've never had any, you know, credit card debt and all that. But um, yeah, anything that would just be an additional extra monthly payment that we could avoid. I also remember decisions we made even before that, that when you moved as you moved up and started getting more and more raises and your your finance you know our financial situation got a little easier i remember saying we're not going to live on this money and we wouldn't no we we um i hate that why did we do that we could have had a plasma television we could have had a lot of stuff <laughs> what we were did we thinking we did buy furniture at least i'm yeah. really grateful for that that's cause true cuz <laughs> we still have it and yes. yeah, we did get some furniture. We paid cash for all of that, mm-hmm. um, saved up for it and the whole thing. But yeah, we didn't live. We always made the decision we were going to live beneath our means because we saw people that made, you know, 60000 a year upwards. I mean, we made, uh, I don't even want to think about it. But anyway, uh, we did really well with both of us working. Um, better than we should have, but we always live well below because people will make sixty grand and live like they're on a hundred thousand a year, and mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. All the foreclosures in the area right now are proof of that. Yeah, people buy two cars, brand new, you know, trade them out and buy new ones every couple of years. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just something we never wanted to do. They put everything on their credit card, and um, yeah, and oh. my my <sighs> biggest regret is that I, I continued to drive the Civic that I had from college, and we owned that thing for ten years. <laughs> I never you drove a what? different car. It was paid off, did it? Wasn't it was. It? it was eventually paid off. And yeah, we just kept driving it. But yeah, that was one of the things. But that's what you do. That's you know, we you did do. buy a new car somewhere in there, but we needed to. And now it's, you know, at least we have a newer well, car. Well, we bought a foreclosure home. Our yes, first we did. one. We've mentioned that before. Our first one was a foreclosure. We got a really good deal on it. We fixed it up ourselves over time and we sold it. Um, and so with that with that happening, I think the house we're in now, and this is a little off topic, but this house is one we never could have afforded brand new. No. Without that that down payment we had from the equity of the last house. That's right. So what we've done basically is beat the system. And instead, uh, I mean, we are we are doing what people want to do. They want to live above their means, you know, in a bigger house than they can really afford. But we did it the right way. We bought a big house really cheap and use the equity from our really cheap house last time to really fix this one up and mm-hmm. make it nice again. And then of course, when we sell this one, boom, 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 it's going to be even better. Right. Then we buy a castle. I don't think we'll ever buy a castle. I don't want a castle. I just want a house with a media room in it. Yeah. That would be my dream. The next With curtains time. on the walls and everything. <sighs> You anyway. push a button and the screen flips over and it's 360 video game playing um, yeah. in your mind because Whatever. that's the next level. <laughs> okay, back on topic. <laughs> Let's move on. Okay, so we made a lot of we made a lot of uh, changes. So and we practiced living on just our salary for quite a while. Yeah, I think as soon as I found out 
that I was pregnant with Jenna, we we really started. That's when we started taking all the extra that we were making, basically mm-hmm. most of my salary, and paying off debt. But it really wasn't that big of a change. I mean, we felt it a little bit. Yeah. But I'm gonna be. I'm gonna tell them. I'm gonna get some God stuff in here. We gave a lot mm-hmm. to our church. Yes, we did. It was a conviction that we had that since we weren't living off this stuff. I mean, we saved too. But we gave a lot away. At the time, our church was doing a capital campaigns committee. If you're a middle schooler, look it up. But um, and we we did. We just felt like we should give a certain amount in a certain amount of time, and it was sacrificial. And and now looking back, I know why, because well, God yeah. was preparing us to live, you know, well beneath our means. It was mm-hmm. something that at the time we weren't even thinking of kids. We waited eight years to have children, people. Yeah, we waited a long time. Too long. We were so set in our ways. We're old. But we were bored. Yeah. Very bored. We should have gotten a dog. We should have gotten... Yeah. We had a dog. No, never mind. We let him run away. So <laughs> That's all another podcast. Yes. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. The greatest challenge of leaving the office. What was it? Um, I think it was not being around people every day mm-hmm. and not feeling important. I mean, because you're at home with this... And with Jenna was colicky, so it, we were at home... I We... Well, yeah, me and her. And she was, she screamed all the time. And she's like, I'm like thinking, she doesn't even like me. And because babies stuck do here. not love you. No. It's the biggest lie Gerber ever told the world. Babies yeah. are the most self centered people on the planet. Especially at first. Oh, they don't, they don't Not until after the first three months do they sweeten up a little bit. Yeah. Dunder has sweetened up a little bit, but he has. at two and a half months. But, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it was just I had used to being around people all the time. You know, I was used to making big decisions and, you know, feeling useful. That was the biggest struggle. Well, and you were good not, at what you did. Yeah, I was. Everything it. you I did it. turned yeah. to gold. With kids, you don't know uh, what you're doing. And you and don't, it was not gold. <laughs> there's no rule book. There's no college to go to. Yeah. Ugh. But and and yeah, you're not really you're not accomplishing anything that you can really see on a day to day. No basis. measurable goals. Yeah, really. you're not finishing a project. Well, we talked about that on the other show how every job that a woman does typically in the home doesn't stay done. No, and so there's no satisfaction for for somebody that's has a mindset of a professional career where the inbox is high and at the end of the day the outbox is high mm-hmm. and when you get bonuses for doing good when you have billable hours when you sit there and do a certain amount of work and a certain amount stays done forever and then going into a world where there's none of that right and that's what i saw you know just from an outside viewpoint the biggest struggle you had was learning to find the rewards well yeah cuz here you know i'd been making a lot of money and and um, I enjoyed what I did and, and all this. And here we were sacrificing. I mean, um, I'm at home. We don't have any money. You know, we didn't have the extra money we used to have to spend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I'm at home by myself. And it's We just... had to cut back to one jet. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah. I wish. Um, the other struggle I saw you had was the trust factor. Do you want to talk about that? Well, um, just the idea that, you know, before I was really independent. And, you know, we were married, but I didn't need a lot from you as far as, you know, I, I made my own money. The house, I could care less if it was clean or not. So I didn't care if you helped me with the housework or not. You know, I, we didn't need a lot from each other. And that's why I had to pin you to the ground and that's get you right. barefoot and pregnant. <laughs> Finally. That sounds terrible. What, what, what I hear you saying and what I remember it being was the moment that transition happened, you realized... You know, you in the back of your mind, you always had this security 
based on your job and your finances. And that was rooted in some stuff from your childhood and mm-hmm. all that stuff. But I remember you telling me, you know, you you are now the breadwinner, and I had, you know, you struggled with that, yeah. with yeah. trusting me, not me as a person, but me as a concept. Because before it didn't matter if if you lost your job the next day, we still would have been okay financially mm-hmm. before that. But yeah, I mean, I had to trust you to help me. I had to trust you as, you know, to take care of the baby as well. I had to trust you. Well, and you started pressuring me to get saved. You're like, this is really (laughs) going to help your ministry, James. Do this. You're going to get fired. (laughs) Somebody's going to find out. Yeah. And, you know, I'm still, I'm going to hold on for as long as possible. Well, and Jenna was colicky. So, you know, there's no tax benefits to it. So, to being saved. (laughs) (laughs) You're messing up my point. Sorry. Uh, Jenna was colicky, and so she sc- that meant she screamed every night from like six to twelve, and so who carried her around? You carried her around, Thank but you. I mean, I I had to have help. I was ready to go out of my mind. She was people. It was terrible. Uh, I don't think I think you were there with me every night. I don't think you ever did anything. Never. I mean, we just we just <laughs> I just walked the floor. We were together with the screaming baby. We tried thinking. everything. Tried to vacuum cleaners, hair. Hair dryers, if you put a hair dryer in their mouth and turn it on, <laughs> they'll stop. They love that. They do. Colicky yeah. babies love to be tortured. So it, it, none of it worked. No, nothing. Not worked. even the dryer. The we only thing that worked was. Put them in was... that dry cleaner bag and <laughs> didn't whooped her in there. It didn't work at all. The only thing that worked was her turning three months old. The <laughs> <laughs> only thing that worked, her turning three. We're still waiting. Yeah. No. She's still high maintenance, but not near that much. All right. What were the greatest rewards of transferring from the office to the home? Um, at first. Period. Well, I think, you know. Looking back. from Looking you know, back now, I mean, I think Jenna would be a completely different child if I hadn't been with her. She's she's very strong-willed, very, you know, high maintenance. And I think if someone wasn't there constantly one-on-one, you know, reeling her in, she w- she would not be pleasant to be around. Mm-mm. No one would want to be near our kid. We wouldn't even want to be near our kid because she just she's extremely type A. Yeah, she's being raised by two type A's, so <laughs> first firstborns, and uh, and she's really really sweet. And I I don't think she would have been sweet yeah, if sweetness. she'd been raised in in an environment. She probably would have been raised in daycare, really, right? If if I had gone back to work, and that would have been a horrible environment for her. I think. Well, that so. leads me to my next question on the list here. The benefits that you've seen in your child, you've answered that part, you know, but do you think that raising your kids at home makes a big enough difference in your kids to warrant the sacrifice? Oh, definitely, I do. What about in general, like as a concept for the world? I I think in every case it does. I do too. Because, I mean, you can't, you're the mother, you're the father, you know, you're, there, there isn't anybody else to replace you. Right. Even a grandmother, which is a better situation, in my opinion, than daycare. But even a grandmother, like I see my mom and how she acts. She's a great grandmother, but she's a terrible mother to my children. <laughs> you know, she gives them whatever they want. Right. She buys them treats. She, you know, they just the grandparents indulge them, and that's great for every once in a while. But that's a terrible way for them to be raised. Right, right. And if they're going to be with their grandmother all the time, they're going to be raised like that. So. But but then you go to a daycare, mm-hmm. and um, and they're being paid to take care of your kids. Now I've known people that worked in daycare. My sister worked in daycare. She loved it. It's the reason why she wanted to have kids herself. She loved the kids that she worked with. But they can't they can't 
replace you as a no, parent now. And and it's 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 half and half. You're you have a lot of turnover. They don't pay well. Right. I mean, there's no there's no guarantee of some of the well. And those people are not loving your children. They are keeping your children from misbehaving. Right. That's or they're all they're keeping doing. them from crying. Yeah. They're keeping them, you know, like if you They're taking care of your kids. They are not parenting your kids. Right. They're not molding them. They're not, they're not, you know, correcting now, them and telling them which way to go. Let me back up a little bit because if you're a single mom and you're doing the best you can. You've got no choice. Then you've got no choice and we're not sending any hate or judgment or we're better than you that way. Um, you know your life and you know what. Your, your situation is my mother had to put us in childcare for a time and blah, blah, blah. And I ain't telling you to go out and find some man uh, to save you either um, because that, that usually does not work out very well. It didn't in my mother's case. Um, but that's why, in my opinion, single parents have such a hard job because when they get home, I mean, what time is it? 630. Mm-hmm. They get home and it's time to feed them, do homework. Get them baths, go to bed. You know, there's no time for play. There's no time for parenting. There's no time for anything. And I see the effects on my kids constantly. Um, but I can, you know I what? can't even imagine that because any time you're going to be gone, like one night, I just I just dread that one night. Well, that's it's what like I was say. one night I'm by myself. I and- see that same thing in some of my parents whose fathers work constantly, mm-hmm. who have a stay-at-home mom, and they act like single-parent kids. So the magic isn't in having a stay-at-home mom anyway. I mean, that is part of it, but I've noticed that it takes both of us. Mm-hmm. Oh, so definitely. What what would you say? All right, because it it obviously the man has a very important role in a child. My my theory on that is the 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 woman in the relationship, the wife, the mother makes you who you are. Your the father's job is to make you okay with that. To give you your self-esteem, to give mm-hmm. you your your motivation, all that stuff. So, uh, my question, I guess, is how do you think our roles changed, or how do you think we had to adjust as a family in order to make this work? In order to make me staying at home work, yeah, or just this whole thing, this whole family, but specifically you you coming home. Um. I don't know. Do I, 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 don't know. I guess I'm having a hard time. All right. you. We've talked about how you had to change. I guess so mm-hmm. I'll, I'll specify. What did you see that had to change in me as a result? I mean, both in response to your changes and obviously the situation. Well, I think both of us, I can speak for both of us on that. Both of us had to change our level of selfishness. Oh, yes. Drastically. Because, you know... Before kids, we could do whatever we want. Oh, every night, we every to. night we ate on TV trays watching television. Mm-hmm. It's twenty four. I mean, we'd watch four episodes in a row. Or and we could sleep in every yeah. Saturday. Oh, awesome. I mean, anytime there was no. And then all of a sudden, you know, we had somebody somebody else to take care of, and we both had to share in that. I think that was something we both had to. You know, obviously, I I had to do everything during the the day Mm -hmm. but at night you know it was kind of a shared thing yeah but that was something i struggled with too is i was under the impression that 
the father and the mother split it 50 50. Mm. Child rearing was split 50 50. That's how I envisioned having a child. This is something in your head because you'd never yeah. verbalized that before. No. And I really thought, you know, because you're really good with kids. And I, I just had this huge expectation that it was going to be 50 50. I was going to come home and do puppet shows and magic <laughs> tricks every night. But what I didn't realize too is infants are, you know, with it. With an infant, it's probably about eighty twenty, if mm. that. You know, it's just the mother's well, going I, I, to do most of it. Get, I won't get drastic or, or, or explicit, but the way you chose to feed our child <laughs> kind of excluded me yeah, from helping. <laughs> exactly. And I was more than happy to be excluded. Well, yeah. I mean, and even without that, I think the mother still does most of the work when they're infants. It's just it's true. the way women are just built that and way. And we've addressed that on, on a previous show about not keeping score, about, you know, the differences between a man's, you know, part of the family and, and the moms. And um, my way, hopefully, of compensating for the amount that you do is by doing things that matter to you. Mm-hmm. Doing things that you don't want to do or can't do, and then helping in the areas I can help because there are a lot of things I cannot do. When that baby has decided to lose its mind, I I have to hand him to you because mm-hmm. I've changed his diaper, I've um you know allowed him to feed. I don't know; it just doesn't do the same for me yeah. when, when I try to feed him the way you do. <laughs> You're such a loser. <laughs> <laughs> it's so nasty, uh, but you know I, he doesn't. I, I'm useless in in a large part right now as a as a father, and yeah. I feel that deep in my You're soul. Kind of a useless person, but anyway. <coughs> <coughs> Hairball. Uh, okay, here's my last question. Okay. Um, it, it, what advice do you have for people that may be considering uh, staying home full time? Not 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 the family, <laughs> not the whole family, <laughs> just the wife. Oh. um... My biggest advice would be to um, hang in there because I think the first few months are the hardest once you get used to it. And I think the biggest thing that, that I did that, that probably made it harder, too, is I compared working without children to being home with children. But I never thought about the concept of working with children, you know, how hard my life would have been if I'd been working and had kids because it's not like you don't have to do anything with them because you're working. Uh-huh. You know, when when you get when you pick them up from daycare, you still have to do everything. They babies still aren't going to sleep through the night just because you're working. You know, my life would have been really difficult. That's right because you you. But really I never s- considered that because I never I never did that. Oh, I kept thinking about my life before kids instead of thinking about how it would be to work with kids. Right. I remember that day that you put all that together because there was times where you were really frustrated and you wanted to go back to work. Mm-hmm. We were wondering if this was worth it. Could we put them in daycare, you know, two or three days a week? And the whole thing wasn't you questioning your, your convictions. It was you You just needed a break. Mm-hmm. But when you put it all together, you realize, no, that would actually be harder yeah, because you'd have expectations at work, expectations at home, and no break in between at all. Because there are times you get to nap. We said that on the last show mm-hmm. uh, with a kid. Whereas and my life work- <laughs> is not, I mean, I, I, you know, work adds a layer of stress. Mm-hmm. I mean, any job you have is going to be stressful. And if you're home, at least you're not dealing with that additional stress. Mm-hmm. And you do have breaks. I mean, your life is not going to be, you don't have to do housework every spare moment you have because... Because you're home all the time. Right. But if you worked, any spare moment you did have, you'd have to do housework because you. when else is it going to get done? Right. 
So, well, and advice for husbands out there, I would just say, uh, love your wife as Christ loved the church. <laughs> Be willing to give yourself for her, and because if your wife's happy, everybody's happy. Mm-hmm. Very true. And if she's miserable, everybody will be shot. Everybody <laughs> everybody will wish they had been shot. Trust me. Except rub, for rub me. a lot of shoulders. I'm not like that. Rub the feet. Uh tell her how beautiful she is even though it's not true. Oh God, help me. No, I'm kidding. I can't believe you said <laughs> I'm that. I'm just like to see the look on your face. Oh, I'm just, you're gorgeous. The you're gorgeous. Uh, you don't feel gorgeous, but you are. No, you're glowing. I feel tired. No one says you're glowing <laughs> after you have the baby, oh, though. Oh, dang it! It's <laughs> all those X-rays. No, you you do not look tired. I will be de- dreadfully honest. You do not look tired. That's amazing because I always feel very tired. Well, maybe it's that four and a half hour nap you had. Probably. Today. <laughs> hey, dear Jen, I or have you ever wanted to destroy an uncooperative piece of technology? If so, what was it? This can be anything from a bike to a computer because bikes are technology. Really? Uh, Kathleen Indico Kitsune from the forums of Nobody's Listening at nlcast.com slash forum, where you can discuss Geek Loves Nerd stuff, too. Check it out. What What is your... What is, I'm, I'm trying have to you think ever wanted if to destroy ever wanted to destroy technology. part of technology. It can be my technology. Mm. Have you ever wanted to throw my lappy? Yes, I have wanted to throw your lappy. When you used to play WoW, I wanted to destroy your lappy. Really? I don't know if it was that bad, but there were times where I thought, or when you were on it for a long time, then I'd want to just take it and toss it outside. Wow. Even as a financial item, you'd still want to do that. You didn't have that side. It hard, it's hard for me to believe that you would literally do it just because of the money. I want to lose your lappy. I don't know if I, I never, I've never been angry at technology enough to destroy it. Though. I mean, right. just my own frustration. One time I had an Excel file that kept crashing. And, mm-hmm. It's really, really maddening. What did you do to that Excel file? I kept did you having, rename its extension? <laughs> I kept having to rebuild it. Did you drag? Did you threaten to drag it to the recycle bin? You got all close and then backed off and then got close and backed off. You just don't understand. Did you teach that Excel file a thing or two? Like 10 hours of work and all the formatting's just crap. Oh, please. I do understand. I do. I know, but this is high-level stuff. No, I played one time a game on the... High. It, level stuff nes and you i can't remember the game. name of it. it was so awesome it was like mega man and a game if the, if the game reset and you didn't have the stinking code to type back in you'd have to play leaf man all over again it was horrible oh yeah it's like I, every you, time and mega man was really bad about like if you got far in the thing and then died it would not reset you like 10 steps back from where you were like some of the new you games have none you of my started sympathy. all over again you have none of my sympathy it's terrible. It's not like Mario that if you made it to halfway point, you could start in the halfway. Mega Man would make you just cuss. It was just a game. This was this was hardcore. Okay, work. let me see if I can relate. Um, drawing. Yeah, if you lost, you'd been working have, on a have, project dude, for ten I hours. Have worked on graphics for five, you know, two or three hours, and then lost them computer dies as I'm reaching for the save. Oh, I forgot to save. Go up and save as crash. And then had to uh, cried as I started mm-hmm. to redraw it, and um, it turned out better the second time. But mm-hmm. oh gosh, oh I do understand. I never did figure out what that problem was. Hey, uh, I have an X-Gen question. This is from Chris. Now, being a geek myself, I have many geek friends, some of which are married, and all 
of their wives have a line in the geek sand that their husbands cannot cross if they want to keep their wives around. Like, they'll say, yes, he can play role-playing games, but he cannot do LARPs. What are LARPs? Live-action role-playing games where people dress up as their characters, go out in the woods with foam swords, and play at um, just, just let's let's just say this right now. You were never allowed to do LARPs. <laughs> I don't know that I'd ever want to, unless it was Jedi. See, you, Jedi LARPing, you, I could do. You're just you. The okay. fact that you would even consider it just scares me to death. <laughs> okay, hold on. Uh, or yes, he can have comics, but they've all got to fit on one shelf. Was was another rule? Apparently, a line in the sand in the geek sand. Um, that should have been the name of our podcast, Geek Sand. Uh, my like question is for Jen: What is your line for James? What is your uh, What is your well? Yes, he can do this, but uh, love the show, Chris. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I should give line. you these in advance. You should, so I can think well, of them. Well, hey, folks, I'll, while Jen's thinking, I will go ahead and tell you, I've set up Jen's Gmail so that she can get all of the CM or, uh, uh, Geek Loves Nerd email and can actually respond to them. Oh, uh, my God. So, uh, folks, if you do have questions for her and stuff like that or would like to make comments to her, they will go to both of our emails. And you may get responses from each one of us, but it will say Geek Loves Nerd and then Jen or Geek Loves Nerd James after it, so you'll know. Um, I think my line in the sand is that if it's over the internet that you don't like go meet the people or something. <laughs> Although you do have those po- well, they're podcast meetups, they're not. The yeah, same. I'm I I got on meetup dot com and I found the KC local mm-hmm. podcast group and I go over there once a month. But if you were talking about gaming, that would be really weird. Okay, what know. about you Drew from Hardcore Christian Gamer? You've never met him. Yeah, but I've tried to meet up with him several times. Oh, really? Yeah. And I, I my know. church at one point was going to host um, his Christian geek and gamer convention. Were they? Yeah. Yikes. I think that's kind of weird, but whatever. But, see, <laughs> you, do you have a line, though? Um, if, if it was a game involved, I would. Like, role-playing, yet yeah, that's really weird. Okay. I'd probably have a line somewhere in there. Okay. Well, I'm not a tabletop gamer. No. I've never done that. Never been interested. Is tabletop where, like, those people that we saw at Panera that one time playing with the cards? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. And I mean, the game. that's 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 card gaming, though. That's different than, like, Warhammer or Dungeons and Dragons. Or, oh, okay. That's tabletop. You know. Yeah. If you were a tabletop gamer, I, I'd be a little scared. Okay. So, but is there a hardcore line with any of my existing things? No. Like, I would imagine financially would be most of your concerns yeah. and time management or, issues. Or, I mean, if you were trying to meet up with, you know, the, the girl gamer group or something weird like that. I, I don't haven't know. checked that one out yet. Oh, my gosh. wonder if they allow guys. <laughs> you know what I mean. Well, if the podcast okay, meetup wasn't here full. Here is a line my wife drew. She won't say it. I will. Okay. I was on the internet, and uh-huh. I follow a group called Improv Anywhere. And I find them very genius and very funny. Uh, Most of their stuff is absolutely awesome. If you're not familiar with them, look them up. Well, I happen to find a Kansas City chapter. Of improv. Yeah. 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 That was a long And I signed up for their forums, and I was interested in possibly participating in one of their improvs at a gym or a – I'm sorry, a mall or a public place. I told Jen about it. 
Jen hit the freaking roof. <laughs> it's scary. Well, there were two reasons for that, though. Well, the biggest reason was, it was you're just... already podcasting seven days a week. No, uh, you know. <laughs> it was just weird. That is weird. Because it's like... They did this awesome thing at Panera. beat these or, uh, weird people. Or, or Watch the... them from afar. Admire them as much as you like, but don't join them. Oh, man. See, there's your line, Okay, Chris. there is the line. There it is. That's the line. Hey, send your questions in for Ask Jen or for me or for anybody. Uh, even topic suggestions and more at geeklovesnerd at gmail.com. And if it's specifically for Jen, add, uh, add the subject line, Ask Jen. Um, we do have a voicemail I'd like to play right now. I, I have to tell you, Jen, it's from our stalker chick from uh, Which one? Nobody's Listening. We only have had one. Is it the it's one, Emma. the tall girl? Yeah, the tall mm-hmm. girl. You ready? Mm-hmm. I didn't want to play this. I was going to oh, delete it. Can but... I Can I just say something, though? I, I don't mind tall girls. It doesn't bother me a bit. <laughs> Jen's a shorty. Here we go. Hold on. Hi, this is Emma from uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Nobody's Listening, exactly. uh, the infamous Emma that James and David hate. Um, I was calling to uh, for the Ask Jen section segment, and um, I was wondering, what is your favorite Bible verse? Just wondering, or Bible chapter, or Bible... Um, um, story yeah, or something like that. Uh, just was wondering, what is your favorite Bible verse? Thank you. Have a nice day. Love you, Jen. James, maybe not so much. Mm. Nice to love you, too. Bye. <laughs> wow. See, that's well, why we bander. <laughs> She's scary. She sounds okay to me. I yeah. Can, your brother's a little I love you, top. but I hate you. Okay, maybe She's not. She's probably young. She is young, but she's also scary. Anyway. So what was your babe, favorite Bible verse, chapter, or story? I'll answer but all really those. the verse. Okay. Oh, okay, I can answer the verse. Um, I think my my favorite Bible verse is uh, Philippians 4.13. Mm-hmm. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Wow, look at you. I like John 3.16. That's my favorite. <laughs> <You're a dork. laughs> like Psalm 23. <laughs> hey, I know all 66 books of the Bible, do you? Um, I think so. Okay, can you say them? No. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Just that's because no, numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, first sec, uh, Sam, first sec, Kings, first sec, Chronicles, first sec, Timothy. Oh, wait. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait, let me try again. Just as excellent, because numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, first sec, Sam, first sec, Kings, first sec, Chronicles. Oh, God. Ezra, Nehemiah, Job, Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Lamentations, Ezekiel, Daniel, Hosea, Joel, Amos, Obadiah, Jonah, Micah, Nehemiah, Habakkuk, Zephaniah, Haggai, Zechariah, Malachi, New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, X, Romans, 1st, 2nd, Corinthians, Galatians, Philippians, Colossians, 1st, 6th, Thessalonians, 1st, 6th, Timothy, Titus, Philemon, Hebrews, James, 1st, 6th, Peter, 1st, 6th, 3rd, John, Jude, Revelation. Thank you so much. Yeah, whatever. I learned it from Stephen Wiley's Bible Break. I know. You can't even find that anymore. Mm. It's awesome. All right, that's our show, guys. Uh, make sure that you check us out at uh, geeklovesnerd.com. Get on our forums. Email geeklovesnerd at gmail.com. Call in at 206-600-5704. And uh, if you'd like to sponsor a show, you can send $5 to uh, uh, nobody's listening to us at gmail.com via PayPal, and we will mention your name on the show. And thank you whole. Heartedly. Until then, I loved you. I loved you. That's so loud. <laughs> I didn't mean for it to be, baby. Yeah, yeah. Geek loves her. Yeah. 
Get in there and make me a sandwich. Whatever. <laughs> Take your shoes off. Get in the kitchen. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> you married me. What does that make you? It makes me a stuck loser <laughs> as well. 